At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMM LP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening. It is The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight, great pleasure to welcome Julia and the Nightcaps. Hello. Hi. Um, it's a pleasure to have all three of you back in again, uh, although usually you come in separately. Yeah, we're excited to be here. <laughs> we're excited to be here together. This is our, prob we've probably each been here two or three times yeah, we're now, just in different capacities. Yeah, we we're just talking about uh, uh, prior to uh, to us recording. We've we've got a, uh, a a a a screen to our left over here with uh, various different bands and solo artists that we photograph after these gigs. And uh, Julia, I think you might be topping the charts in terms of how many times you appear in these photos. I think so. I think this will be number four. If we're gonna. Me. If we're going to by SNL rules, I think you get a robe next time. I think so. I think so. And then I get, like, a date with Jimmy Fallon, Yes. Too. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure. We'll get Bob to set that one up. Cool. Um, well, we'd like to uh, kick it off with a song. So what have Great. you got for us? Okay. So we're going to play a song sometimes.
right, Julie in the nightcaps there with some time. Um, would you, although you, all three of you, as we've already said, have been on here a few times before, but we'd like to go around and introduce yourselves. Sure. Um, my name is Julia Spellman. I play uh, guitar <laughs> and I sing here in this band. <laughs> hey, I'm Pat and uh, I play the bass. My name's Dan Morris and I play the drums. Well, pleasure to have you all back in the studio again. Um, as we were saying, collectively, you've been through several different iterations in, in various forms, kind of meandering back and forth between various groups. Uh, off the top of my head, I got Navy Train, Diggs, Honey and Soul, now Julian the Nightcaps. It was uh, the Julian Spellman trio prior to this. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, we've also got Pat from the Lemon Flyers. Uh, Dan, I'm sure I'm missing at least one of yours. Um, we're good. Bad we're good. <laughs> Bad busy. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, RIP to that one. Um, <laughs> so how did this iteration come to be? Yeah. So, um, the three of us played in digs together, um, starting, you know, around 2018, 19, around then. Um, and then, uh, I had moved on from digs and was in honey and soul and then took a break from music and performing in general, kind of wanted to regroup and find, that's so cliche, but like find my sound, um, which I did, I think. So I'm happy that I, I took that break. And then um, I, and then the pandemic happened. So um, that was a, you know, that was time for me to keep playing. And then I came on here last year. And then um, I had decided that I wanted to add some more instruments to my band of me <laughs> and um I thought of Dan and Pat and they were so keen to join and our first rehearsal was like magic and so collaborative they're like the perfect combination of taking this really seriously and also just being very um just easygoing which is exactly what I wanted so that's how that's here that's our story of origin so you, you've all collectively played with various different people. And, and Julia, kind of a question to you really is, you, you've already kind of noted why Dan and Pat work so well together, but did you know this in the, in the previous bands that you worked with and it was kind of just lost in the noise for all these other people? Or was this just a happy coincidence that you reached out to Pat and Dan and it was like, oh, actually, it was these two people that I liked, the rest of them also. <laughs> <laughs> this was a happy coincidence. Um, <laughs> They were the uh, they were um, available, I should say. <laughs> um, uh, not to say you guys aren't like busy <laughs> stuff, but um, and also I think I think this was part of your question, but um, this feels special to me because it's um, all of my original music, which I hadn't I haven't really started writing and you know until the past two years or so. So um, that's obviously. You, it's a very vulnerable place to be, and I had been in digs with them, and they had shared their music, so I was comfortable sharing mine um, with them. And then also, I think finally, you know, being able to like lead a band has been something I've always wanted to do, um, and I think these two are just so happy to to listen to me, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was definitely a good, a happy coincidence that I think also um, just, yeah, was happy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you, you mentioned earlier that a couple of years ago uh, is when you kind of really sat down and as a solo artist, you know, quote unquote, found your sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that process like for you? Um, it was really, really hard at first because I had been performing since I was, I don't know, 10 years old, cons- consistently every year. And so it really, in 2019, I wasn't enjoying it anymore even though I was in great groups like Diggs and Honey and Soul I just like was kind of couldn't find this like Goldilocks situation and I came to realize it wasn't really the band but it was me um and I just wasn't I wasn't clear on what I wanted for myself and you know what I wanted to who I wanted to play to what my sound wanted to be I I hadn't really found like my own sound. I was always trying to make songs that sounded like this artist or, you know, sounded like something I heard in this store or whatever. Um, it was, it was really difficult because I, so much of myself is music and to voluntarily quit that felt like a huge identity loss because after that, I'm just like a person who works that's it. Like, I know I have other things, but like, it's so music is like so much a part of me that deciding to leave that and like really take some time to see what I want was very challenging. Um, but I also am proud of myself for doing that because it was really hard. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, a person who works is is possibly the most depressing, uh, Mm -hmm. description of any human being. Yeah. That should be my next song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, you said that you kind of really thought about your, like, your influences and what you want to sound like, be mm-hmm. it someone else that you, that you admire or, or maybe just a snippet of something you've heard on the radio or in mm-hmm. a store. Um, coming to where you're at now, was that an intentional process in that you really sat down and looked and listened to the, the 30 bands that you listened to most? Or was it you started playing and it really started emerging that way instead? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say the former, where I, last year, I really didn't pick up my guitar too much. I really discovered so many artists last year. All I did last year was listen to new music. Um, I just wasn't feeling really creative to write my own. And then coming together with these guys gave me that more motivation to be like, okay, I have this song, it's really raw, but if I bring it to rehearsal, it becomes this entirely new song with all of these dimensions and it can be upbeat. And because I was really struggling with like writing my songs in my room and being like, these are all, I like all of these, but they're all slow and um, folky and I don't want that necessarily. And then I brought these guys and they're like just shredding and we were having so much fun and you know, I can, like belt on on my songs that I didn't think I I could have before. Um, But I think last year I listened to so much music and found a ton of new artists that I really hadn't listened to before. So I think that was really helpful in being like, oh, I can do this chord and I can also write about this and I don't have to write about this. And yeah, so that was very um, an inspirational, influential year. Um. Especially in terms of kind of opening up to you to new avenues of where you can go with your own music, is there any any artist in particular that kind of really stands out in terms of 
the the person you want to emulate, or at least uh, maybe not maybe not exactly the way that they sound, but mm -hmm. kind of more the, the the vibe and the 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 emotion that they're kind of bringing over. Yeah, um, this past fall, I got really into Madison Cunningham, who's uh, really great. She, I really kind of identify with her voice too. I think we, um, I like to think that we sound the same. <laughs> I love her. Um, <laughs> and so she's really cool. And she does a lot of really um, interesting things on our guitar that aren't necessarily necessarily just like the chord, classic chord shapes that, you know, I learned in eighth grade. Like people who come to our concerts or listen to our music will notice that I'm not really doing like traditional things on my guitar, but I'm not also like, you know, soloing too. But so part of that is she was she was very inspirational in terms of like just being like I wonder what happens if I put my my finger here here and here and then I'm like oh this sounds really cool and then um so her songs are like that and then also I really like um Soccer Mommy I really like her um kind of modern 90s Sheryl Crow vibe with like a more tech techno uh background I think is really great and then um I do love Phoebe Bridgers. I listened to her before this to pump up, which is weird because her, her music's like kind of sad. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say there, you know, there's so many. I could go on for hours. Many people said that Phoebe Bridgers' album that came out kind of at the very beginning of the, of the pandemic and really set the tone, musically speaking, for a lot of indie groups, alternative groups. Mm -hmm. is, was that the same for you or is that just kind of a lucky coincidence that you're also kind of drawing on it now? Uh, I feel like, I feel like coming, uh, hmm, what's the word? I feel like forming this group does feel like a rebirth of some sort. Um, I think in just a new stage of my life, the pandemic really had, you know, everyone says this, but it really gave you the opportunity to really come face to face with who you are. Um, and there was no time to hide under your daily routines to, you know, pretend that things aren't bothering you or whatever. And so I think being by myself a lot, I realized a lot of things about music. And then um, when the pandemic, it's not over yet, but when we were able to kind of loosen the guidelines and things and we could get together, um, yeah, it felt, it felt very nice to have it happen simultaneously. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear another song. So cool. what you got for us? Okay. So this song's called Debris. Um, just a second. I'm going to get my key up. This one is, I know I just said, like, I typically don't use classic chord shapes, but this, this one is that. Nothing wrong with that, though. That's how I learned guitar. I don't really remember how I learned guitar other than just playing, like, Taylor Swift songs. They are the classics for a reason. Right? Um, if you guys want to start jamming in A, if you want. Is that too much on the spot? Um, Dan and Pat are gonna show you show you what they're working with. <laughs> yeah. 
by Julia and the Nightcaps. I love the ending to that song. It was great. Thank you. Uh, very reminiscent of the time that I saw you all at Wallflower, actually, maybe yeah. maybe two months ago. And that was a great gig. You you guys, I didn't know what to expect from you. I didn't know if it was going to be old songs. I didn't know if it was new songs. And first, it was your first ever gig. Yeah. And you brought the house down. And I think what was most impressive was the... Um, Really, the wall of noise that you bring with you when you can. You, <laughs> you don't expect it. You, you go from <laughs> these guys. You go from like second gear to fifth in the in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, was that something intentional that you, you build into your songs, or is it just something that happens Sorry, because you got Dan themselves. behind you? <laughs> there I am. Oh, there you are. Yeah, on the on the, on the TV screen. It's like. <laughs> um, it wasn't my first intention. Like it's what I wanted, but like you, I was like. I don't know, like, I don't know if we can bring that. And then we had a rehearsal, and they are like, bah. you know, like, we totally just sent sent it, and it was great. Um, so now, like, bringing songs to them, I just expect that. But what I think is so beautiful is we don't have a song that's only, like, really loud. Every single song has structure and has um, a flow and a dynamic you know, variety, um, it always keeps you on your toes. And I think I feel that with my lyrics too, that that's how they feel to me where they're, they're very personal and they're very, they can be angry, but then they're really sentimental and nostalgic and sad and, um, trying to write a happy song, uh, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Those are harder to write, <laughs> but yeah. Um, you, you kind of mentioned how, you know, bringing your, your songs to Pat and Dan here, you know, they, they, they come in and it does, it does change and it, it goes from maybe something quite melancholy to mm-hmm. maybe something angry or, yeah. or, or righteous. Um, was that something that when, 
when you sat down with Pat and Dan? Is that something you expected, or did it, that was that out of the left field? And if it was, why? Because it's Pat and Dan and these two like banging on their drums and playing their <laughs> bass very loud. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the question more is like, I I definitely did I expect that. I think the question really is, did they expect my songs to bring this level of energy? That's a good question for them. Dan? Quick answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Was not expecting that. Well, it's, been, it's been a delightful surprise. Dan, what were you expecting when you first sat down with Julia? Uh, you know, I, I've seen Julia play solo before, and I was like, you know, we're going to end for a, a chill night. It's going to be a, a good evening. You know, <laughs> it's going to be nice, casual, and slow, but... You know, you, you wrangle Pat in here too, and I mean, anything go, anything goes. You say that Pat's a bad influence in on this one. Oh no, he's the he's the he's the best influence he's in my the, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> he encourages you. That's that's the uh, the best thing you can want from a a, a band member. That's right. Uh, and Pat, how about you? And in terms of uh, when, when you, Julia, and Dan first sat down, what were your expectations about this group? Uh, they were pretty similar to Dan's, I think. Like. Knowing previous Julia um, solo songs, old Julia, and uh, <laughs> but no, I was pleasantly surprised at. Uh, I think that first practice that we ever had, um, it was completely improvised for the most part, mm -hmm. um, and because of that, Dan and I had all this like room to to do whatever we wanted, and then. As these songs progressed, I think the I was really, really happy and grateful for the level of technicality that comes with playing with these two. Um, I definitely like I didn't think that that's what this project was going to become, and now we have a lot of opportunities for some pretty weird and interesting stuff. So <laughs> yeah, into it. Uh, and Julie, in, in terms of um, in terms of that technicality, how much how much of that is about familiarity, and how much of that is uh, how much that is just about uh, just just a good cohesive nature of the three of you I think it's I think it's we're just really cohesive um like I played with Dan and Diggs longer than I played with Pat um because Pat came in later and then I left yeah the, the two the, the two already slightly we, we overlapped like, I think we shared like one show together yeah. um so I was familiar with their skills and um but I hadn't played drums with Dan yet I knew that what he primarily played um so i wasn't really i didn't really know what to expect um what i loved about our first rehearsals and still to this day our rehearsals are like our we just work really well improvising together rhythmically um i think we each give each other an opportunity to try something cool and something that pat said that he really liked is that um, we all really listen to each other. There can be times when you're you're playing a show and everyone's kind of just like head down, you know, only kind of trying to, to do something cool on their end. Whereas like this last song we just played, like I can name three different things that they just did that I haven't heard before and that I was like so excited about. Like, it's so cool and if, if you see us in, in person in our concerts like we definitely i think like show it on our faces like oh my god that was so cool <laughs> like um it's fun and and every time we finish a song in rehearsal or even at a concert and we and we know we nail it 
we're always like, you know, giddy like kids on Christmas. Literally, like some of my my voice memos on my phone from rehearsal, I'm like cackling at the end because I'm like, this was so cool. It's just like my dream. It's just so cool. No matter how big or small we get or we are, like this is 100% what I had dreamed for myself as a musician. So I'm very happy for that. Good. I'm so glad that you guys all, all, all found each other in your own your own way eventually. Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, of getting things down and recorded, does, mm-hmm. does that improvisation or from track to track, is, does that make it kind of difficult? Because, you know, the three things you heard just then, mm-hmm. will they ever happen again? We don't know. So how do you how do you take the the best bits of all these songs mm-hmm. that you keep playing with each other and that, distill that into a record? Or is that just not something to even consider? And it's just like yeah, let's just get into the studio and just figure it out. I think I think it's um, first of all, I think we're really at least very strict on our structure of the song, so um, we know when we can improvise, but we also know like when it's time not to improvise. <laughs> um, and then I think um, there's a song, I don't think we're playing it tonight, but um, I had started doing some cool stuff in this like rhythmic instrumental version or part of the song. And um, we kind of all, after playing it a few times, just picked up on it. And now it's just, you know, unwritten that that's how we end this certain song. So I think it's like, a lot of it is just, um, I liked doing that. You guys kind of vibed on that. So I'm going to do it again next time. And then they kind of know it's coming or, you know, I know Dan's going to do this or Pat's going to do that. Um, and then I also think just being really open and vocal about something that sounds really cool where, you know, one of the next songs that we're going to do, like there's this vocal thing that I tried out and it was, it sounded cool. And so now it's, a part of the song and um yeah i think just like being open and and vocal about what you thought was cool in the rehearsal it just makes it stick you know you always remember like what nice things people say about you and i don't know i think it's the same with music like those little improv bits of you know a lick or a rhythmic i don't know change up i think if someone says that it's cool you'll you'll remember to do it again well, you just directly re- referenced a song that we haven't heard yet, so I think it's probably time to listen to that song. Cool. How many? Is this our last song? Uh, or do we get one if, more? If you guys want to do a fourth, that would be great. Cool. Okay, well then, let's do Sunday. Yeah. Okay, well then, you are going to hear the song that I said we might not play. Um, cool. I just have to... Yeah, it's a brushless song. We have a brushless song. Um, cool. Well, this will take a second. Hold on. Do you want to talk about the song a little bit while you're tuning up? Yeah. Um, I wrote this song probably about a year ago. The structure of... It's a weird tuning, and it just came from an accident. I mistuned my guitar, and then just by one string, and then uh, the song was... It kind of sounded cool, and I kept it that way. So this is, this is what it is. That's, there's more to that song. I don't know. It's like one of the most difficult things to tune your guitar and talk at the same time. It's usually when I say like really crazy things on stage that I don't mean to. I'll make sure I keep asking you questions while you tune your guitar then. Perfect. Um, Great. I'm just going to do this really quick. And then I guess I will say as I'm doing this, um, 
I write a lot of a lot of these songs were like written in my my room um, or my kitchen, but now I write them next to my dog, and he shout out to Marvin Pat <laughs> Pat my dog's name is Marvin, and Pat um, said he bet me that I wouldn't that I wouldn't say shout out to Marvin. Yeah, so there's your. There's Marvin's shout-out. Love you so much. So Pat now owes you a drink or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, do you guys want to say anything while I do this? Pressure's on you, Dan. You're the only one with the microphone yeah, in front of you. You have the microphone. That's crazy. How's your day, Dan? It's been pretty good. Yeah? You yeah. get up too much? You know, just working. Yeah. It's a slow season. I work at Old Spokes Home. Shout out. Shout out to Old Spokes. Shout out to Old Spokes it's, now the, it's now the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow season now, so... We get to breathe. Uh, I have to come yeah. in and get uh, some studded tires off you. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not getting a car this winter. I'm, uh, I'm um, going bike only. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. There you go. Very cool. Getting after I've, it. I've done it once before, but then again, I lived in a house with Deb, so it was it was easier then. Yeah. Uh, now we're just having a chit chat between friends. So cool. whenever I'm you guys ready. are ready. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are probably like, "Who's Deb?" <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, but this is the wrong key. You can play it there if you want. Okay. See? Improv. Misty Sunday morning. Cold toes and yawning. Can we
Sunday there by Julie and the Nightcaps in a different key to the way it's usually played. Yes. How, how did that I don't compare? know what happened. I thought I, I don't know. I guess I just forgot where it was. Uh, how, how, how was that in terms of the, the way it's usually played? Was it, do you, it was a little bit higher, I yeah. think. Higher. A little higher. Yeah. Which, That's what it is. Would you say an improvement or, or just different? I liked it up there. Just different. It's, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it was... It was just different, yeah. yeah. But I kind of liked it up there. See, happy, happy mistakes. Exactly. Improv. It's, it's what Bob Ross's philosophy is based on. Yes. And we should all be following he's that. Our, he's our band mascot, too. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I, I love the idea of you guys all just practicing amongst Bob Ross's pictures. Yeah, they don't, know that, they don't know that yet. I oh, was okay. going to tell them later. Tonight, I see. But I see. Uh, you, <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned earlier um, how uh, during the pandemic it's allowed you to kind of start writing about things that you ordinarily mm. haven't written about, but you really feel you know drawn towards now. Mm. So what's yeah what's what's your kind of subject now and also versus what you used to write yeah, about? Yeah, um, I think when I was younger and in college, I think it's more the subject stayed has stayed the same, really. It's more that... The <laughs> My brain just went like... Me. Um, <laughs> it's more, I think, like the imagery that I use now, I wasn't using before. It was very, like... I was just trying... I was trying to have my lyrics sound like someone else's. Because as... A musician for me I have a really hard time listening to lyrics not not to say like it I don't like lyrics I mean like I don't instinctively listen to them right away like I could I know so many songs by heart and I I couldn't tell you like what it actually means at the core <laughs> because I'm listening to the arrangement and the the vocals and the harmonies and everything else like that so this year was a big challenge for me to start listening to what these songs mean um, in all of the songs that I like to listen to. So um, I think this year with these new songs, I'm just able to have a clearer idea like what I actually want to say. I also will say that like, I, like doing a lot of therapy has really... Like, I just can't hide behind anything anymore because I know everything. I'm... I'm the therapist listening in on this one yeah. is tearing her hair out. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know everything. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> um, but, but seriously, like, listening to older songs that I've written in college or in high school, like, I know what I was trying to say, but I wasn't really getting it. I was almost there. Um, I just feel like now my, my lyrics are just more honest. And I'm more comfortable just sharing it sharing it like most people don't ask me what they're about unless it's on the radio show right now so <laughs> um <laughs> does uh <laughs> just 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 writing next to marvin is that has that had an effect as well um it's actually had like a negative effect <laughs> because he's a puppy and he just like cries all the time um i don't know why he's this, little... is, this is why you can't write a happy song i know geez <laughs> maybe you should just what's like the dog version of laughing like barking? Um, do they laugh? Do not. dogs laugh? Um, we should look that up. That's a good question. Are we getting into <laughs> an entirely different radio yeah. <laughs> podcast question? Um, 
Uh, so let's talk about gigs. Uh, so you, okay. you guys all played Wallflowers. You said it was the first gig. Mm-hmm. What have you done since then? And what have you got coming up? Yes. So we played at Wallflower, which is great. Um, then we did a fundraiser show for Old Spokes. Shout out to Old Spokes. Um, we played at Black Flannel Brewing Company. We just did a gig at Lawson's. Um, and we have a gig at Foam Brewers on the 17th of December, which is a Friday. Nice. So weekend, or not weekend, Friday shows are fun. Um, I don't think we've done a Friday show yet. I don't know. can't remember. So that's our next show. Um, and then we just recorded three songs in our rehearsal space um, that we filmed as well. So we'll have some um, videos coming out soon. They're, they're very much just like this, like Tiny Desk-esque. I like the fact you referred this to Tiny Desk. I do that all the time. Oh, my God. It's very Tiny Desk. It's like, you know, anyways. Um, okay, like. XP is another another one I mm. occasionally uh, <laughs> I get try and get people to listen to this by saying it's exactly the same. Okay, <laughs> it's, being, it's exactly the same. <laughs> same caliber of bands and everything. Um, and uh, in terms of getting in the studio, getting something recorded, is that is that on the way? I, there's a rice smile there, so <laughs> it's definitely thought about, well, but maybe not executed. We have some. Uh, Dan has the the rehearsal space is Dan's basement, um, and he has some equipment that is good equipment for recording. <laughs> so we've convincing. been doing that. <laughs> um, but you know, every musician wants to like rent out the coolest place with all of the cool gear so maybe one day but i think we have it pretty set right now we can just like record any rehearsal and have a video shoot and do it in one day and it's we have like just so much uh so much to do with with all that so yeah um and then finally before uh, i let you play out with the last song um if people would like to listen to you or see you or check up on you how do we do that we are on uh instagram at Julia and the Nightcaps. We're at on a uh, Facebook with the same name. Um, we have a, a SoundCloud that's actually just my old stuff right now, but I want to upload. No, I think there's some of our new stuff on there. Well, the SoundCloud right now is Jay Spellman, but I need to change that to Julia and the Nightcaps. I'm kind of like half and half. So if you can't find it under the Nightcaps, just look up Julia Spellman. <laughs> Just call me. <laughs> just give, just give call Julia me. a call. She'll direct you. I am, yeah, I'm on my phone. Just, uh, just play a song down the phone to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That also works. Easy I'll also place. come to your house and just, just talk play. to you and play music. <laughs> as long as you bring Marvin. Yes. Well, he might not be invited because he's crazy. But um. <laughs> uh, So what song you got to play us out with? Uh, this is a new song called Recognized. And we're going to play it. This is, this one's really fun. I like to call this song Railroad Song for no reason except I think it sounds like if you're like walking down a railroad. (laughs) But that's just me. (laughs) See, this is why I can't be on the mic for too long. (laughs) I'm only good at singing into it. You're not even tuning right now. There's no excuse. I know. (laughs) I I had a whole opportunity to tune and here I am talking about walking on a railroad. So it's time to start playing music now.
Night, Julia, and the Nightcaps playing us out with recognized guys. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you for having us. Thanks, so Tom. So fun. Uh, Any time, quite literally, as, as you guys are in here every other week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll be skipping a ne- week and next week, Thanksgiving, uh, but we'll be back on December 1st with Pony Death Ride. And I also wanted to note that we are also doing the Rocket Shop Live at Arts Riot on December 8th. We're going to have Abby Sherman and Eric George both playing that evening. It's going to be an hour and a half special. And we're going to invite everyone to attend, so please come along. More details will be found on the Arts Riot website and the Big Heavy World website soon. Uh, but please do come along. It's going to be a really special show. Uh, that's everything for this evening, though. This has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, on Proctor, and good night. Like that before. No, we didn't. Cool. No, it was, it was cool. See, new every time. New every time. Different every time.